Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Bro. Hey, I'm Dino Boone. And this week we are joined by the often mentioned and never yet seen and still not seen because the motherfucker didn't buy a webcam yet. But, Brian, how are you doing? I'm good. My uh, OnlyFans doesn't start till next month, so the webcam's on the way. <laughs> there you go. Uh, right. Brian and I have known each other for like 14 years or something crazy like that. 15 years uh, since like elementary like, school. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was like, what, third grade? It was the first year fourth we grade. met. So like fourth grade, yeah. And then yep. uh, eighth grade, we started doing a bunch of gaming stuff together. Yeah, it's been a long-ass time. So finally got him into War of the Visions. Um, but just from your perspective, kind of give us a lowdown on your history of Final Fantasy, um, your, how you got into War of the Visions, maybe talk about like how I convinced you or something, I, since I already said I don't want to get you into it. <laughs> um, and then sort of why you enjoy the PvP and like why you're on uh, kind of that end of the game. And why that's your focus? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think, if I remember the timeline correctly, I think possibly the first Final Fantasy game I played might have been War of Divisions when you first introduced me back when they came out, and I played it for like a couple days. Mm -hmm. Um, but just at the time, I it looked like too much of a time commitment, so I wasn't into it. But it looked cool. Um, after that, m my uh, next game I played was Fifteen, which I enjoyed. Um, which isn't like other Final Fantasy games, but um, I thought it was cool. Uh, then played 10 after that. Um, just recently beat it, though. I took kind of a break from it. Um, enjoyed that game, too. I really like the Final Fantasy universe, and I've delved into some of the other games since then. Um, in terms of War of the Visions, um, you got me back into it in October, right around Halloween. You kind of baited me in with Raryu. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, I really enjoy <laughs> I really enjoy tanks specifically drain tanks in games and uh, or just tanks that refuse to die which Raryu uh, he does have some some self healing he has immortal spirit uh, so he kind of fits that bill so uh, started around then um, when then the class matches I think were just a couple weeks after I started right I think you two or three weeks after you started we had a class match yeah what was your first one. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of uh, rushed into that, and um, your rhinestone rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a couple of rhinestone rings on there. Um, I did manage to get some good units though. So I believe my team was Raryu, Halloween Raryu, uh, Shell, and Halloween Leela. Um, I did end up getting both Leela and and Raryu during Halloween at the last second. Um, yep. <laughs> which uh, paid off dividends later on. But uh, that team was pretty good, except I, I had no idea what I was doing. So the first class match, uh, Zach basically just watched me stream the game to him and kind of played the game through my hands. <laughs> oh, my, I didn't completely play it, but I was like, I was advising heavily on threat ranges and kind of what to think about, look at the turn order and just like kind of yeah, helping you get used to it. But coach. That, yeah, it was it was some aggressive coaching, I guess, is <laughs> what we can go for. We should but, try I mean, to do that more often, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I felt a little bad about it because it's like it's not exactly just you playing and I know you you're like me where you kind of like you want to have it in your own hands you don't want to like have too much guidance you want to like earn it yourself but um, oh I needed it though but I yeah it, you yeah. just you had like if I say crush armor like Daniel and I are like range 5 height 1 <laughs> this much damage decreased defense by 25 you're just like 
Where's that words. in my list of abilities? <laughs> like, Those are words. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend half the turn scrolling through right. the ability trying to find it. Um, and then you're like, oh, wait, it's on a unit I don't even have. So yeah. it's like, yeah, so I was trying to help bridge that gap, especially because you're starting in bronze anyway. The highest you're going to really realistically get to is like platinum. If you, And you'd have to go like undefeated to hit diamond. And that just yeah. wasn't necessarily going to happen. Um, and it was the, it was the given your gear to and stuff too. Yeah, right. So um, um, yeah, that was that was pretty solid. Now you just play on your own all the time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely think it was the way to go. Um, but just going back to that, I remember when you first showed me the game for, specifically for live PvP. I I couldn't believe how quickly the turns went. Like I was expecting it to be a long, drawn out like tactical game, and I was like, you have you have thirty <laughs> seconds to make all these decisions. What? <laughs> um. So that was that was a lot to me. Like I couldn't fathom trying to like make all these calculations in my head that quickly and then make a move. How um, many times did I just go clock, clock? <laughs> just like, yeah, move, yeah. move, yeah. move back. <laughs> yeah, move. <laughs> Open move your abilities. <laughs> yep, yep. But that was no almost every turn. Like literally almost every turn, you would tell me that. Um, but having you there to basically I almost play the game through me, I was making some decisions. It kind of let me see your thought process and why you do things and the order you do it in. Um, and it definitely rubbed off on me and let me learn more quickly. Um, I think by the second class match, I was mostly self-sufficient, but you still offered tips. And then after that, I was mainly able yeah, to. I think, I think the second own. one, I watched you play a lot of them on Discord. So I would I would stream. I, my stream would turn off, and then Brian and I would get in a Discord call, and I'd watch his matches. It was like what happened for like three class matches in a row. Um, yeah. So then I think, yeah, the second one, I mainly just watched and like, there's something I saw like really critical. It's like, watch out for this ability. They're obviously setting it up. <laughs> like, you, but other than that, I mean, yeah, you played mostly on your own. Yeah. Or just um, telling me things to consider on my upcoming turns or, um, things. Or I would answer on. questions. Like if you wouldn't know what to look for, I wore the visions calc. It was like, oh, hey, uh, can she hit me from here? And I'd be like, yeah, she's Frederica. <laughs> or something like right, that. Right, or like, what are they immune to? Um, yeah. Like, what what kind of statuses can they put on me? That sort of thing. Uh, so that that was extremely helpful. Um, I don't think I could have had uh, a better person to to help me through that. So it kind of felt like yeah. cheating in a way. There's some better, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You're you're we, good at teaching too. We, so it, it, we we think alike a lot in a lot of ways. So I think that definitely shows through. But um, yeah. yeah so uh, you're also a little bit of a whale. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit, just a little bit. If I like a game, I'm gonna go all in on it. So aren't we all? Um, <laughs> so you, uh, so you definitely caught up quick as well. Um, you maxed Rune Stern like immediately as well, right? Because uh, all those, because that was Halloween time is when we really started getting those 1K select 40s and select 80 tickets. Yep. And yep. you just like took full advantage of that. Yep. I remember there was another time I thought about getting you into the game, which was when Ruin Stern came out because you like those you know, dark, edgy, great sword, especially the chains, like aesthetically, too. I know is the thing. <laughs> so yep. I was like, oh, he would like this character. I'm like, oh, but he's really expensive. And I know you'll crack in for him. So I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm going to spare him that. Like and what'd wallet. you do anyway? You re rolled, you got Ruin Stern during your re roll. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that that worked out. Oh, another quick aside. Zach, such a great friend. He wanted me to play the game that he even um, rolled for Rari for me until an account got him. <laughs> and um, on the first try, I got him. Reminds uh, me of a, a mutual friend of ours who has been using uh, OG Stern for months and in tournaments and stuff. Uh, he recently decided to commit to 120 uh, OG Stern. And uh, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't like just like tell him not to, even though I felt like it was kind of a uh, too big of an investment because you know you're just attached to the character right yeah Snacko was yeah in the beginning he was kind of like 
Definitely one of the top dogs, and his stern was terrifying. I was so frustrated with the fact that he made him bruisery back then, like yeah. before we did that with units, and it's just like you couldn't kill him, and he'd still one shot you, and it was so obnoxious. Um, back when Shuriken was like a terrifying ability, and we were like, "Man, this thing has range five, and like it deals a lot of damage because it's stern." Yeah. It and so don't even stupid. don't even think about surviving a hazard break. Oh yeah, of course. No hazard break is just insta kill. There is no number. It's just you're dead, <laughs> especially back then. I mean, even on Engelberg, because back then there was there was still elemental advantage. We just didn't know how to take advantage or disadvantage of it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so it'd be interesting. Um, obviously, I want to have you on here because like we talk a lot about the game and you play a lot of live PvP. You're you you've been top 100 the past two class matches now. Um, so this last one, I was in the top 100 until there was that one extra day. Um, mm. and then I went three and two that day, but I still dropped out of the top 100. Uh, so I think I was like 115, 116. That sucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one before that, you were like 70-something, right? Uh, 70s or 80s, yeah. You are okay. not alone. And then getting kicked out, yeah. <laughs> or bumped yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, like, I think I was, I think I told you somebody was fourth, and they got bumped to, like, 18 or something. The last day, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, there's always the argument, like, well, you should have won more. It's just another oh, day of matches. I take full responsibility. But it sucks, because <laughs> you yeah. were planning out. You're, you're yeah. like, your mental state was prepared to just, like, exhale, and then you had another day, and you're like... <gasps> And then you kind of play your yeah. matches real quick. I've heard yep. stories of people that had like different um, sub jobs. Uh, like that's like, like mm. you can't <laughs> if you're if you're not specced for the team you've been winning with. Like how are you supposed to? Right. You know, especially if it's like a double quick team. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I went into one of them with a uh, gunner sub on Nivlu. That was. <laughs> I I'm, I'm pretty sure I lost that game, but that was back when I was still figuring out my team. So I think I was on like, Kane yeah. as so, my carry or something. But... Definitely screwed up a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I thought it'd be interesting though to get your perspective because you've only been playing since Halloween, but obviously mm-hmm. you've experienced a lot of the game already. Like uh, a lot of events have rerun. There's been a lot of updates with units, the quality of life things. But at the same time, you've also been here for the transition of like, if there was going to be power creep in the game, it would be. Uh, besides, like there were some checkpoints that we've talked about in the past where it was like walls release was a giant power creep in like tank power. Uh, Kill Fay was a pretty meta defining, but not. I won't say like power prep necessarily, but she was pretty defining. Agrius would be like the next one after that. And then I think it's the Halloween units were a, a massive, just like blow to our like balancing and power level, uh, field, I guess it's not the words I want to, but it works. Um, where Halloween Leela just took over as like healer, DPS, evade unit. Like she just had everything. And Ryu is very good in live PvP. He's a lot less in like auto content, I think, uh, in guild battles, except for maybe like one map. Um, but you've been here for the Halloween and forward, and now we have EX jobs and the anniversary stuff. So I'll be curious to hear if you disagree with us necessarily on like maybe how live PvP is going or what you expect for the future. So this will be interesting, I think. Yeah. Um, and also one thing just for everybody watching, uh, I think it's going to be very convenient for us. I was talking about this before the podcast that every week or every week or every other week, we're going to have some EX units to talk about. And I think we're going to try to cover all of them as they come out. Like just talk about sort of if we expect the units to have more of a presence in live PVP or a potential presence um, based on their EX upgrades. Cause I mean, even uh, MR and SR units are getting incredible upgrades that make them just even more viable. Um, for example, this week, Phoebe, so, yeah, let's jump into that. Um, I think the big boogeyman this week is going to be Gilgamesh. 
So let's just jump right into him. Um, I know I've seen some mention of people saying there's going to be an ice meta. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I think that it's an option within the meta. So, um, Daniel, what do you kind of think of Gilgamesh's upgrades? And do you think, I mean, obviously the meta part is probably more for like auto, but just in general thoughts on Gilgamesh. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's hard to tell exactly how, um, how much awareness has really uh, been reached with his, uh, his, um, his X job upgrades for the unit. Um, but, uh, Barring anything else, just seeing how many Gilgameshes there are in arena this like nowadays like um, should be some indication of just how much of an upgrade his X job was for him. I mean, like not even looking at his skills, like his X like stats, he gets plus seven agility, and uh, like obviously you know you get the normal like uh, HP up and stuff, but just just purely from a stat uh, stat point, just like uh, seven agility is amazing. So um, he's the fastest Keenblader now, right? Um, I haven't tested that because I'm really sick of that that combo and that TMR. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's got to be a huge increase for that. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna talk about his skills? Uh, yeah, go for it. I'm, I'm yeah. actually gonna look at. Uh, yeah, we can dive right into him. I'm, I'm just gonna pull up. I'm gonna calculate his agility real quick. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so um, probably first and foremost, like the first one that people will probably get is uh, Kotatsu Plus, um, which is basically it, it removes re-raise as well as um, you know still giving you the slash resist and the same like small damage. Um, but uh, having an AOE small damage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, having an AOE re-raise removal is just uh, such a huge uh, bound forward from uh, having to rely on just Dwayne for his uh, magic infuse uh, single target removal. Mm -hmm. um, just like uh, just just imagine having like Yuna and somebody else that she buffed with re-raise, just both getting that buff removed at the same time as taking this huge um, you know, slash res uh, down like uh, area effect skill. Just uh just really crazy. Um not to mention like all the the buffs that you know ice gets. Um uh the next significant like upgrade obviously, uh the Vorpal upgrade to Excalibur, uh removing uh buffs and haste. Uh, haste especially like we've seen that's that's been important and uh whenever we see like a, a room like dispel all buffs um okay, still <laughs> yeah well yeah so like um it hasn't always been like also remove haste so like uh, having the haste uh, tagged onto uh, this buff removal uh, upgrade is is pretty huge as well especially with with like Tidus in the in the meta right now um and then like honestly my favorite is the, the his job twenty five skill like protective ward, uh magic uh it only it's it's like it's only twenty twenty percent uh magic resistance um, granted to him and his his target um instead of like a spell blade like like thirty eight percent from resist magic but right. still I mean like who would have expected like Gilgamesh of all units to be able to buff magic resistance but like the the nullified charm and immobilize I think is just uh it's what seals the deal for me. Charm is definitely nice, uh, especially like if you want to do a mono ice team with Gilgamesh, Agrius, and someone else, like probably Orin, uh, you can just, Agrius is already charm immune, charm immune, so Steelheart can't get her, you can get Lux hacked on a Victor LB, but um, yeah, him just being able to go, hey, you, me, no more charm, now all three of us are <laughs> immune, let's go. Uh, and then, yeah, the magic resist is great. The only thing is like, Obviously, this is auto, so less relevant to what we're talking about. But 
he uses it twice to like apply it to everybody instead of just using it once and be like, cool. Now we're going to put armor of discontinuity on and then run in and do things it's like, Oh, yeah, we can't, we can't forget to mention like uh, most of the X um, job boards that I've seen involve like a, like an attack up node or whatever, but he gets an AP up node and that's incredible. Like being able to start with that much more AP. Oh, does he get one? Yeah. Like uh, you have to get to job 25 to unlock like the last little oh the yeah yeah but just being able to increase his max ap and his starting ap as a result of that i believe okay. he starts with 25 percent. but uh, Wait, is like, that a leveled i'm looking at the yeah, uh it's, it's, you have to max, level those yeah it's so yeah it's max uh it's, i think it's it's either 20 or 30 well it's 20 fuck i haven't leveled those at all <laughs> yeah make sure to oh, do that oh that's why uh, the damage level's been yes. so low i saw yeah. somebody hitting like 10 10 0 9 9 i'm like why am i not hitting my 11 9 9 9 or whatever oh fuck that's why yeah so you're, oh. you're gonna need more uh, more statues more ultra statues but i literally just realized that yesterday <laughs> oh my god i haven't wait do you have your gilgamesh uh 120 uh no i just got mine actually uh maxed today actually i just got oh, um 10 to 99 so now i'm working oh. towards uh ex i think i have enough select shards where i could just max them now but um I'm gonna wait to see if I get Orin. I'm still holding out to see. Oh, you're, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Do the ice team, yeah. Yeah, dude. Gilgamesh has been a lot of fun. I've been messing around here and there with uh, Orin, Gilgamesh, and Rosa. That team is disgusting. <laughs> like doing the ice barrier, the ice arrow to like break ice resist, and then Kotetsu with the slash resist, and then Orin. Like if they heal up or something, even if like a unit double reacts and she's at full health again, it's like. Orin's yeah. gonna kill you. <laughs> so um, we've been talking a lot, like on stream and on the on the Discord, um, about how like these lower rarity units with their X job like upgrades uh, suddenly make them like relevant to the point of like they're a UR in disguise kind of thing. Um, Gilgamesh in particular has that same like like a growth and upgrade, except for he's already a UUR, so it's just like it's just bonkers, in my opinion. All right, so he gets 11 agility from there. So he get 11 agility plus 111. Maybe he's not the fastest. Uh, yeah, I would I would still expect uh, like ninja sub jobs like uh, like Stern uh, that that can wear armor to be faster. But like he's still competitive. I thought somebody said he was the fastest, so that's interesting. I just put Cactuar on him and uh, yeah. Hermes sandals. And all just, that stuff. He doesn't have like an agility passive to really bump him up there. Huh. I wonder why they're saying that then. I'll have, to, I'll have to check that later or something. Anyway. Yeah, no, Gilgamesh has been super exciting. Uh, obviously, a lot of people were concerned with him coming early and how that's going to change the meta because there's no King Mont to like keep him under control. I don't really feel like that's that big of a deal, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm okay with having a slightly different meta than Japan. Like, how boring would it be if it's literally the exact same? Like, oh, this unit comes out, and they're clearly the best in Guild Wars on this map for a while. Or this unit, like, came out and didn't do anything in JP, but now we get to use him, like, and get used out of him or something. Like, I didn't hear anything about... I didn't see videos of Gilgamesh EX from Japan, I don't think. Again, maybe because of King Mom, but, like, at least now we have, like, a use for him for a while for those of us who like him inside of the pve content not just like manual yeah. pvp i don't know I've, i i'm fine with it being different like no i don't want to wait till like november to get king mont or something like don't switch it up that much but some ex is coming out faster would be nice 
especially because a lot of the problems that people have had with the EXs is that they're imbalanced when Yuna comes out because she was like by far the best 120 right out of the gate. But now there's some other good ones that are coming out that might be able to do something. So I don't know. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's not doing uh, any players that don't have them any favors, um, but it's it's interesting seeing how how much sooner Gilgamesh is kind of a counter to Yuna, um, not just in terms of damage, but uh, like removing re-raise and uh, having like the armor discontinuity and stuff. So yeah, it just Gilgamesh is suddenly like at the forefront of the meta, and it's interesting. I mean, just listen. If you have Luartha and you don't like dealing with Gilgamesh, just pull the Take Luartha him. out. We have or a member Christmas of our yeah, exactly. We have a member of our guild who's like basically free to play. I, he might actually be free to play. I'm not entirely sure. Um, shout out to Loji if uh, anybody remembers him from yeah, the streams Loji. or anything. Loji's but awesome. Loji put up a video where he he made double quick and Luartha, and he one shot my Oron quick and one shot my Gilgamesh, and then I was just cool. Like <laughs> just like over seven thousand damage on each turn it, with no chain, just seven thousand damage. Um, it was ridiculous. So, yes, Gilgamesh is strong, but now you have another option. Like, another unit's going to be good in Guild, Guild Wars. And then, at the same time, uh, this map is actually pretty good for gunners because it's relatively flat, uh, especially if you have, like, the longer range. So, wait, what's, what are you thinking about? Oh, just, like, the steps leading up to the center. I mean, it's, you know, relatively flat. It depends where they stop, yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of easy easy to like kind of get on the same height because of the symmetry of the map i, I mm -hmm. feel like that's what you were saying yes now also is she, is she a gunner or a dual gunner dual gunner yeah so she really has to worry about height ranges isn't it the opposite i thought gunners were the ones that had everything perfectly flat it's dual both. Gunners have i mean too. the you know dual gunners have horizontal uh shot for like the the height range but other than that they really just have to be on the same height mostly dual trigger is a range height too Oh, okay. Quadruples um, range height two, rapid fires range height one, split shots two. Yeah, I think it's just okay. like like regular gunner that's the flat one. Because I think that's why Luartha is yeah, really good here. Because um, she can hit everything. <laughs> like, I haven't seen her get stuck yet. But, I mean, her sub gunner she'd have issues with. So she's not going to be like sidewandering people or arm shotting uh, conveniently. Just imagine if she would. Now, Brian, I know you were briefly testing with Luartha, right? What what did you kind of see with her, um, given uh, the ice meta? Yeah, so that plan kind of took a halt because I didn't realize that um, we can only get one 99 Esper right now. So I was going to use a 99 Ifrit on her, but I already got Bahamut's 99. Um, because uh, 99 Ifrit has fire attack up and uh, a lot of ice killer. So I did a builder on... Uh, Buffy Kelk, and she ended up having something ridiculous like 40 Ice Killer and like 70-something Fire Attack up. Uh, it, was, it was ridiculous. Um, but I'm probably going to use the MR Fire Esper now, who still has Fire Attack up and Ice Killer, just a little bit less. Um, okay. But I, I plan to right. one-shot all Ice Units. I plan to one-shot all Ice Units. Good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan for that. Head with the confidence that it, will, it is sure to happen. <laughs> um... So yeah, let me. Th I'm trying to think. If there's any other like major comments about Gilgamesh? I mean, honestly, it's just he's very good. Like it's just a solid upgrade. Uh, having another tool against Yuna is great. You can sort of build some anti magic ice teams. Uh, whether you have Agrius or on has some natural uh, magic resistance. Like the tools are there to make a successful team, and I like the fact that it's another option. So you don't feel like you have to do like this light meta or something to specifically counter exactly the light 
uh, meta teams. Uh, I, I like this mix up a lot. I think the concerns are understandable that it came out early, but I really just don't care. <laughs> I think it's fine. Uh, yeah. I think it's breaking the game. I think obviously it's very strong. It's just not, it's not too, too bad. Not compared to everything else we have. Yeah, I agree. It's really cool because he seems to be kind of like a jack-of-all-trades unit, um, in my opinion. I haven't piloted him myself since I just maxed him, but he just has a lot of options. He can do damage, he can he can buff, uh, he can quicken. Um, so it's just really cool that he can kind of fit into any kind of team, depending on how you want to use him, uh, which which I enjoy a lot. He's, he's, like, he's a lot like playing Nivlu. I know you've used Nivlu a lot. Yep. Um, where it's sort of like support to start, but converts to uh, carry later when needed and just happens to have a lot of AP because you've been like hasting your team and quickening your team. They just come in with like, Kotetsu, Kotetsu, <laughs> Kotetsu back to back. Yeah. Very, yeah. Uh, very similar play styles. Um, yeah. And with first style passives too, because you could have like the float or the auto float, which gives him float status and jump plus one. So you can actually like go over walls and stuff, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And going off the uh, comment really quick regarding the, uh, order of release being different than JP. I think that's honestly good just because it's it's not fun when another group of people already get to figure out the meta. Uh, and at least in my opinion, theory crafting is what's exciting. And if it's already been solved, not, not that they solve everything 100%, but if it's already been mostly solved and then you just copy what they do for the most part, it's not as fun as having to, you know, figure out what's meta yourself and what's what's best currently. You mean like figuring out Keenblade? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know the two different cultures of players. Like we can't always rely on the everything to be figured out anyway. So, right, I, I kind of appreciate that at least. I definitely think the schools of thought are different between, like, just culturally, societally. I don't, I don't know where necessarily it stems from, but there's definitely a difference between how gamers in Japan think about games in general. Like, obviously, it's going to be exceptions to all these types of generalizations, but. Um, you see it across like other games too. I mean, whether it's like League of Legends or something like the metas are always very different between regions, especially with new releases. And then they maybe over time they take stuff from each other and it homogenizes a little bit. But there's always going to be that little bit of a style difference. And I think that this game it shows through a lot. Like I mean, we we got to sort of building non-bruiser units, bruisers very early, like Golem Ayaka. I don't know that I saw that come from Japan, but like that was a Pretty big thing here for a while. You just stick Golem and Leona's Castle on your Medina or your Ayaka, and it's like, oh, all of a sudden they're not dying in one hit, and then they're doing their job reliably the rest of the fight. <laughs> and people are like, oh, why don't you have, like, Shiva on them or Diablos or something? I'm like, because I like my people to live, and then they kill you. <laughs> like, <That's smart. laughs> um, it, It's just there's a lot of interesting things. Now, on the other side of that, we've mentioned this before, which is we do have the gift of foresight, so we know generally what's going to happen. So we can sort of, we have a lot more time to think about things as they're like on their way three or four months in advance. So I guess it kind of goes both ways. Maybe something would have been different there if they had that foresight, but. I think it also comes down to just um, how many players are playing. Like they have, they have some big brain players over there, but like mm -hmm. how many, sure. how many of, how many of them are, are active like we are, but also creating content. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a kind of lack of content that is, uh, is probably the biggest uh, disparity. Yeah, I can see that too. Although, I guess there's a lot of JP content creators we don't even know about, though. Like, we don't even know yeah, how to find, sure. so you can't, like, 
type their language or like understand what's happening in the video labels we just kind of scroll past it because i know i hear cabbage talk all the time like there's this vast community of content creators that i've just never heard of before um not these really drop names but apparently they exist <laughs> so um okay moving down the ex list here uh have have either of you seen much of medina i have not so i know i have a guildmate who just refuses to not use medina in like any <laughs> content and it's He's he's been he's been yelled at a few times because he was trying to do evade without a sage's hat. I'm like some of his units. He's like, oh, he's just saying he's good enough, kind of thing. It's like he, that that is not. an interesting line in the sand to draw. <laughs> but so, uh, but I know that even before her ex, like the day before her, her ex, or two days before, whenever the last skill battle we had before she came out, uh, he like damage capped somebody with a Cosmo Bloom. We were like, oh sweet. We're like, wait, the ex comes out Wednesday. How'd you do that now? <laughs> Um, so I think, I think he's been using her. I don't know how developed she is, but yeah, I really haven't heard outside of him, people talking about her, but I think giving her the spirit penetration really brings her to the same level as a lot of other, uh, casters that have come out like Sakura or anyone who really has like the Kotodama sub or other ways to penetrate their magic, res magic resistance or spirit penetrate or spirit. Um, and throwing that just on a passive that you're going to have on her anyway, in most cases, to magic up. So I think that's a solid difference. Her flare costing less AP is pretty sweet, um, but that's, I think, the only... The cast time's the same, the range is the same, damage is the same. So I think it's just the AP being less. Yeah, an extra it, cast of it. Which isn't nothing, yeah. It, it goes from 50 to 42, so still a shit ton. It's basically an LP. <laughs> oh, her LP is 69. Nice. Um... <laughs> Then her 25 uh, job level is Blizzara Bracket Arcana. So she has two Blizzaras now. Uh, but this one decreases healing power. Oh, and spirit. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, it's a D-shell, basically. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's D-shell plus healing power. Okay, that's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's, it's five less. One. It's five less max, but you know, it's fucking D-shell. Yeah, it's... Oh, it's D-shell 25. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, um, she actually... I didn't realize that's what her 25 did. That's pretty sweet, actually. I like that. Um, it, how tanky does she, does she get any sort of, like, anything? Like, HP-wise, or... No, she really doesn't. Oh, gross. I was I was, I was, I was, a little tempted, just for, like, nostalgia's sake, but um, I've already maxed Elda and King Rob... Or King Elda and King Rob for nostalgia's sake, and, yeah, Medina can wait. Yeah, she... It seems like she has some cool tools, but I... It would take. There's so many other UXs I would do before her that I would put resources into. And honestly, can we talk about for a second these elemental fragments and prisms, like being insane bottlenecks. If you want to do like, it feels like back in day one where you're trying to build multiple units of the same element, and you literally couldn't because back then we didn't have the conversion shop. So it's like whatever you got from quest drops, there you go. Unless you want to like buy some real shitty price packs to get a couple fragments. But man, I feel like that all over again. <laughs> like trying to do like multiple EXs or something in the same element. Like I did Orin and Gilgamesh, and that's only because I wailed a bit for some select tickets and converted like all of my. I picked. There's an element I knew I wasn't going to do much with for a while for EXs, so I just converted it all over. But holy moly, is this <laughs> is this brutal? Have yeah. you guys like? Are you feeling the same thing? For sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I've only done Titus and or Titus and uh, Yuna so far, but I mean, I'm keeping an eye on my resources, and 
uh, I'm I have to be very careful with what I plan ahead now. Um, I kind of got spoiled, like you said, when I started with all the select tickets and whatnot. But um, yeah, I I think you really have to plan ahead for what you want because you're you're not going to be able to do everything, at least not quickly. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling that resource drain. Um, uh, yeah, like at one point I had like uh, like over ten like tickets for like I don't know like a hundred or or even more prisms at a time. It's it's prisms especially you know the sunny mm -hmm. fragments. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, like I, I found myself just like like chugging through these these select tickets. Um, I've I've managed to balance out now that I have like seven like X jobs like <laughs> almost basically maxed at this point. So um, That's but crazy, yeah the dude. the initial investment was like. Like thank God I I don't like I can finally slow down on that. I think uh, I've because, done three exes or four. I'm already feeling like yeah. <laughs> it's like at one point you're like, why do I need to spend on things that give me these tickets? Like I'm never gonna run out of these, and suddenly we're using them, and it's like, oh okay, like I have a use for these finally. Whale yeah, problem? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean my my whaling habits earlier in the game before we had like way better pack choices. I would frequently get the um, three rainbow fragment one because I just wanted to have a bunch of units and that's just how yeah. I got so many units max really fast. Like by the first time tower came out, I think I had 1999 units, um, which back then was like ridiculous. I remember people on stream be like, how oh, the fuck do you have those? I'm like rainbow tickets, bro. Uh, yeah. Rainbow fragment. Uh, with, but they came with those uh, prism tickets. Yeah, I think so that's for what a I while thinking. I just had like, I think I had, a, well, I'm not going to say how many I had at one point, but um, cause someone can back calculate that math and make me, you know, anyway, I had a lot and <laughs> I I started using them very gratuitously. I need, I would need like 40 to awaken you and I'm like, all right, spend a ticket. And now it's, I wish I had them back. <laughs> I yeah. definitely used to convert all the time. So I'm like, I have such a surplus of these materials and now that's just not true. And it's something that should be noted that like we're lucky that we have been playing since day one and we've been accruing these like day after day. Um, it's definitely not doing uh, newer players any favors. Yeah, I mean, even just pat like doing the event like clears, you'll get like 20 fragments of this, 20 prisms of that here and there. And that stuff added up over time. But like, Brian, so you, how many X jobs do you have? You said you just have two so far, right? Uh, yeah, just you and Petus. Would you have enough to do say one unit of every element like without having to convert stuff over um roughly I, I think so i think probably one of every element but that's only because i really focused on stocking up on the prisms and everything over the last events like any excess tokens i had farmed for events i'd buy prisms for um so i planned ahead for that um but it wasn't just things that were given to us over time i actually decided to buy those over other things that's true actually i didn't think about that i haven't bought those from event like redemption shops in quite some time but actually that is a good source of them that i am gonna have to go yep. farm for now i wasn't gonna really do the rundle event at all but i don't think i have those bought out of the shop yet so i'll have to go back and do that so um for anyone kind of trying to keep track the uh the the prisms and the fragments we're talking about um the total that you need from 16 to 25 is 280 of that elements damn really it's that much yeah, it's one. It's it's one twenty um, for like the initial like breaking into the X like job sixteen, and then um, like uh, buying stuff like uh, throughout the 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 tree or whatever it adds up to like another one sixty after that one twenty. Okay, well, 
Now, is that is it the same across all rarities? Yes. Sorry. When you said rarities, I heard elements. Oh, um, no, not no, sure no. about the rarities. Okay. Um, but so while while we're talking about building that, like to to max or to get um, all the ex uh, job stuff from sixteen to twenty five, you need basically like just under eighty k JP. So also keep that in mind. I've definitely been using my JP keys. Um, here I'm checking Zazan right now because I did awaken Zazan. Zazan is love and Zazan is life. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like all of his um, like the max level ups are the ones that are always like twenty ish, right? Or like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So his are all the same. Yeah. So fifty, fifty is hundred, one twenty, one thirty five, one fifty five plus the two I already got. So yeah, they're. Doesn't matter your rarity, apparently. Like it might be slightly different, but it's basically it it's a lot still. That's crazy. Okay. Um oh yeah, spoiler. I got Sazan uh UX <laughs> jobs. <laughs> and I don't have Titus EX job yet. <laughs> Priority. I, cho I chose him over for my water. I don't have all the shards for uh TDS yet. I think I have Yeah. I can't even check actually. It's right now, it's but... smart to do like the slow ride, honestly, if you have the opportunity for your Final Fantasy ten units. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it's he's so cool though. Like, I want to use them together. Like the the idea of doing uh, Titus plus Zazan just like really appeals to me. And actually, while we're on that topic, uh, let's touch on the vision card that came out. Convenient transitions. Uh, the I think this card's pretty great. Uh, but specifically on water units, so. They 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 allow you to get an ability on Mont and Elsorel, but they don't get anything else from the like bestowed or party ability. So it's kind of a weird mishmash. The fact they made it like a water only card, but uh, pointed out you pointed this out before the cast uh, we were kind of doing our prep that it gives twenty AP and five agility, which is not nothing, uh, and that's pretty good would you guys use this on not zazan or not water units or would you kind of stick with that we'll start with brian um probably not um i could see it maybe if you want to throw in elsrel or i guess maybe ex ma in a, in a team with two water units i could see maybe because the human killer is not bad um but i i think really this this is what you want to use on a full water team yeah, I agree. I think honestly, the, I, the only like niche situation I can see like maybe trying to use this for just these specific things that aren't water related is for like maybe like a double quicken team. Like you're trying to tune your agility. There's five agility right there, and uh, like maybe it'll help you, um, like kind of like tune to the rest of the team. But um, yeah, like I said, niche. Uh, but on Zazan, uh, well, we can talk about his EX sort of in line with the uh, vision card. Um, I think, do we think he might actually be usable in live PvP now? Like, I previously he was usable, right? You could double quicken him or something. He's got six or seven movement if you have Kane TMR, and he he goes across, he charms people, or he steals time, steals vision. He gets really annoying and really in your face. But his attack is pretty high now. I think when I was looking at the builder. He had like 395 or something uh, just with his own little like kit. He gets Brotherhood now. So he gets the 8 slash and 8 water attack on that plus the whatever the attack um, value is, which is better than a slash 15. 
Um, he gets this vision card if you want, which gives him 20, uh, like man, human killer, man eater, whatever. I feel like how many different ways is it said in this yeah. game? Like it's, it's ridiculous. But then the 35 water attack, which is basically a siren. What well, is a siren? Plus some accuracy, which to be fair, he's still an end rarity unit. He, his accuracy is not going to be like amazing, especially against like innately high evade units. But I really think that this could potentially make him playable i mean have you looked into his stats much at all daniel um not his stats but I, i've seen a video of uh him on an arena team doing like a like a 5k something like killer blade and i'm just i'm so glad that he doesn't have stone throw mastery <laughs> <laughs> like mott just ding, yeah ding. man can you imagine him kiting just like yeah knock you in the I, shin I move back a bunch knock you in the shin move back a bunch and just like you know pairing him with like winter winter uh victoria and uh and Titus, yeah just Ooh. oh my god it'd be crazy so Guilty. um but yeah he so he does have to get kind of close and personal like like you're used to but you know he has the chance to with like up to seven move or whatever so um, well his killer blade goes up to a 300 mod too like it was a 205 before, which is already really high for just an ability in general. But to go to 300, that's 22 percent lower than a flare. Like he's basically flaring you with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so, crazy. Like like we were saying before, just like suddenly these upgrades make them like URs in disguise. Yeah, and like the card gives him 20 human killer, which puts that yeah just even more murderous blade now at 320, two percent less than flare. More than meets the eye, you could say. Um, have you looked at it much at all, Brian? I know you, you don't even have Zazan like built, right? Because you're the no. So you up started until Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So up until the uh, the the uh, element masteries came out, I left them at level one, but I I leveled them up just to get some more uh, more levels towards the the masteries. But I haven't really used them. I I have gone against them pretty much just with quicken charm. Um, but just what I know about him, I think he does that much damage. You can still charm with him. Um, I could see it with like a quicken or a double quicken, yeah, kind of kiting in and out in between turns, um, where you go and do damage, get out again before they can get in range of you, um, and kind of just do a hit run tactic. I could, I could probably see that being cool. I'd have to see it in action, but seems plausible. Yeah, and he also gets this march to the juggernaut buff, which is an increase, uh, improved discipline. So previously it was just forty percent attack, which is good, but I mean forty percent of an end rarity unit stats is not a ton. Now it's a lot more, and he also gets 20 human killer on top of that. So, yeah, these modifiers are stacking up for, like, all of his new buffs and new tools. I, I'm i going to have to really play around with him. Um, Actually, here's something just actually for me. Uh, do, What are the sources of actually maxing this fishing card? It's just farming the shards or using anniversary medals, right? Like, there's no... And the bingo board, but... Is there anything else you can do for it? Because I thought it said well, there were gonna be like challenge quests, but that's the board. I haven't seen anything. I I just know that it's not limited, at least uh, via the notices. Oh, yeah, actually, it says it on Wavi Calc too. It's not limited. Okay. A little so, less stress then. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just I spent two hundred medals and just you know did the bingo board and stuff. Um, but I I I wanted to make sure to mention like he basically they gave him a hazard break for his job twenty five skill. Oh and, yeah, that's uh, true. Actually, like it's it's like twenty percent like less modifier or something like that. But just <laughs> human killer on top of that is just like oh my god. Well, it makes it right like that turns it into a two thirty mod, yeah. which is five percent like, higher. Like he's got so many <laughs> sources of human killer now; it's just crazy. Which I'm not is surprised ironic, to see he's him. the un the unkillable. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just I'm not surprised to see him do that much damage, and 
I've, I've never been a Zazen fan. I've never tried to hide that. So yeah, just seeing this this upgrade though, it's like really, um, it's actually cool to see uh, in spite of that. I think definitely, yeah, if you pop bells on him and then he just like runs in, gets quickened, marks a juggernaut, quicken again and just like kill across their whole team. Like you could, you could maybe just like kill people that way. And if you've got, I guess double quicken, not with Titus, but uh, if you have Titus on the team, giving you the water bonus too for extra water attack. Like there's a lot of sources of ways to buff him up now. Yeah. I mean, and it's important to note that he doesn't really have many tools to deal with um, a lot of the recent units. Like, you know, like he doesn't have a barrier break or like a, a re-raise removal or, you know, courage removal or anything like that. Um, so in that way, in that sense, he's kind of like a Sid that doesn't have like a shadow blade. Um, mm -hmm. He's, you know, kind of pure damage, but like never, ever forget that he has steel heart, um, which is just like a, a tide changer in itself. So um, it kind of makes up for that, that kind of lack of a tool set that, we're kind of slowly getting more used to. I guess as a rite of passage for the podcast, Brian, how do you feel about charm? Um, to say I'm not a fan <laughs> would be an understatement. Um, <laughs> when I when I first started playing charm, um, you could turn off your abilities. Um, it was back then, uh, so it wasn't as bad. But shortly after I started playing, it didn't, didn't matter. Your your unit would just use all its abilities. So, uh, I. Not that I think it's necessarily overpowered, um, although it, it, it may be leaning that way in certain in certain uh, maps or metas. Uh, but it's just unfun. It's just it's just not fun to play against or play with, in my opinion. Um, so I'm not a huge fan. I always got to get get a couple more echoes in the chamber when we get uh, new guests on this on the podcast. <laughs> but, like you, you hate charm too, right? It's bullshit. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, Zach, uh, Zach wouldn't let me come on the podcast unless he um, confirmed yeah. to me that I would, I would finish Charm. So yeah, right. That, uh, that's the, that was the pre-interview. Yeah. <laughs> I actually tell everybody what to say before every podcast. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I, half the time I don't even know what I'm going to say on the podcast. So let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, moving down the EX line, let's talk about an old favorite, which is Phoebe. So Phoebe finally got her EX. With that, she gets more agility, so she's still not quite as fast as Shell, but she's approaching. But she gets a lot more durability, I guess is what I've heard. I haven't seen her stat line. I'm looking now. She gets some more HP. It doesn't look like she has that much, though. I saw her in Team Builder with 97 agility. Oh, agility for sure. I was talking about HP. Like someone was saying Sorry. she was a lot bulkier. Um, uh, yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't wait to say oh, that. Sure. oh that's right <laughs> i wasn't, she, she I wasn't gets... even i confess i wasn't even listening <laughs> that's fine um but she gets high speed cast which is an upgraded speed cast with 12 percent agility on it so yeah she's almost as fast as shell i think she's only a little bit slower i haven't done the math what about um, with the bahamut card because bahamut gives light units agility well yeah but you can just have like black rosona yeah, and everybody gets 15 so um her quicken it's the same amount of time, but it gets plus one range. Range four on a quicken is actually kind of significant. Um, there are definitely times where you don't want to end your movement in certain spots, but you have to because of quicken. Or you would prefer to cast the move, but you're like one space away because you had to make your other unit a certain distance. Like that one can change games 100%. And you can still use her on sub white mage and get access to the full life protect shell i think there may be arguments now like although she's not as like lightning blazing fast as 
shell and also she has a one tick slower quicken she may be good enough to be played over shell for people who you know preferred shell not to mention she gets an aoe agility buff as her um ex25 skill with a relatively quick cast time i think it's two Ooh, it is still three ticks even with the speed cast oh well um and then she also gets uh what's the other thing yep 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 forgetting daniel you know what i was gonna say um, she, it's really just those those three things, right? The the the, the uh, passive agility, the quick oh, one, and speed force. Lower cost, so she's forty cost instead of fifty, like shell. So instead of doing like if you want to use like a hundred cost unit, like Gilgamesh or something, if you want to do like Gilgamesh and shell, you needed to use a seventy cost unit for the two twenty class matches. But if you're using Phoebe, you can use an eighty cost unit, which I think is a significant difference. Uh, okay, there's a lot more options and a lot more. What's that? I thought we were talking about upgrades. <laughs> I was like confused. Like her cost did not lower. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I said that's the other consideration for like yeah. her versus Shell because I think that's the, ob- yeah. the most obvious comparison, right? It's like comparing the low cost Wiccan bots that are fast. So having that ten less can be significant, specifically if you want to play her with a, a unit like Gilgamesh or Runestern or Dwayne or something uh, that has that hundred cost tacked on that extra ten just opens up a whole world of other possibilities. So I think she might be useful. And Brian, do you have Phoebe Max? Have you used her much? I don't have her Max. I haven't used her. That's so weird. Like for us, it was like Phoebe was like one of the first units that almost everybody maxed uh, in the beginning of the game because she just was so versatile. She had full life, quick, and all these tools. And for live PvP, she was a nice low investment unit when back when maxing units was took months. Yeah, when you um, when you like it's the original like cost uh two twenty like unit cost total two twenty team is like uh Gilgamesh and then you know maybe Runestern later, uh Phoebe and then like you know cost eighty, like you are unit of your choice. Right. So so yeah, I mean she she was just this thing like everybody just has a Phoebe. Like it's just something you have. So it's so interesting to hear that you don't have her max. It's like, only because it was never Shell a thing. came out. Yeah, Shell yeah, came out exactly. like weeks after I started. Right, right. Oh, it's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's like saying, I guess you maxed Mont, right? Uh, no. Nope, he's like level seventy. Man, the other di- <laughs> nice. man. Talk about another difference. Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, screw <laughs> like, that guy. <laughs> it was like Mont was first maxed, Phoebe was second maxed, and it was like Orlando was the third maxed or something like that for so many people. I think. Uh, so, he's <laughs> so sitting in the Chocobo expedition. He'll be maxed sometime within the next year. Who? Uh, Mont. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, just buy his fucking things. You can buy it for Gil. Oh no, I mean XP. He's like level seventy, so he's. Just oh, okay. Oh, Oh, I thought you said yeah. in the guild barracks. So I'm like, get him out of there. Just buy his shards. <laughs> oh, I have all his shards. He's just like level seventy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Jesus. Now, what is your? I, just aside, now that I'm thinking about updates and just your account age in general, what's your highest elemental mastery? Light. What's like the number? Uh, uh, standby. Anyway, while I'm talking, um, let me see if there's anything else with Phoebe or while he's looking, rather. It's 20. Nice. Pretty good. good. I just, I feel like we can't understate how awesome her job 25 skill is. Like, she is a like time made. Talk about it. I haven't given that much thought yet. uh, She's, she gets the like one of the best green mage buffs and it's aoe it's not like single target vitalized it's an aoe vitalized and that's just 
uh, that's just crazy in terms of giving her another tool to use as a support character. Uh, cost 40 on like these limited cost teams. Um, yeah, like if like it's like in terms of like lower rarity units, it's always about like, well, you know, how high of an agility can they really get to? Uh, does it really make them viable? Like making it so that she has access to an agility buff, um, but then making it like AOE so she can buff her entire team. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's uh, just crazy and unexpected and uh, just like kind of a really cool thing. I almost see like a really cool team of uh, like Titus, her and someone else. Turn one, go Histega plus Speed Force plus whatever the other you want us to do, like bells or something. Like, and then they just <laughs> just like, like rush forward with this massive speed. Yeah, and the, it's it's always like kind of this uh, this conversation that ha that hap that's happening in the backgrounds in the PvP community that's been happening this entire time is just like the uh, the agility stat is king in PvP. And so, like, it's kind of been in the background a lot, um, but there's stuff like this that suddenly it's like, oh, hey, like, this is a fresh reminder of just, like, how good an agility um, buff is. I mean, 25% of most units, like, it is just base, but, like, yeah. most units have at least 40. I can't think of anyone that's under 40, right? Base? At yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything that's... There's only a few under 50, so, like, yeah, let's like just say 48. you're at 50. Let's just say you're 50, right? That's going to be 10 plus another 5% be so like 12.5 agility and then that 0.5 decimal normally would just drop off for like a individual buff but the way percentages add up and then get recalculated it may you maybe get like that 13th point from this. So it, that's a significant bump in agility. Like that that's like two bells almost. It's crazy. So yeah, no, I I agree. This is an interesting thing. And then, like I said, with her speed cast, she goes on to seven fifty with a three twenty cast, three ticks. So, I mean, I mean, unless you have like Trousseau on the team, but it's it's also got like some nice like heights. It's a range height two, AOE height like one. Like oh, it is too. It's, yeah. it's not That's like it's not like constricted or like restricted to like uh, like zero height range. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And then, uh, wait, how much more magic does she get with her EX? It's 54. So she goes up to, like, what? 173, 54. She actually has over... Yeah. I think I saw her built... Almost 300. Like, I think I saw her built to, like, 900 or something when I was looking at the, the, the snapshot somebody posted, like, the 97 agility. So, I mean, those meteors might hurt now. Vinny, yeah, Vinny was, like... Uh, like suddenly we're going to be seeing a lot more meteors and <laughs> yeah. i was like privately i was like well she like it's it's not elemental like she's not she you know you can't really use the uh the, the prina prunus staff or whatever um but yeah still she's she's always done like awesome like you still got the 15 meteor and comet you know magic attack on that though yeah, yeah it's yeah. not it's not as good as like a light like if the meteor was light oh yeah that was stupid it. yeah stacking with like a light team just insane but um, yes, yeah, like don't underestimate Phoebe. Basically, now less than ever. Yeah, I really think she's or more be, than ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, however, that works. Well, however, words work. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, she's very good. She's a little bit charm resist too. Yay! Always that little bonus, but that's always been there. And then there's Gilgamesh with <laughs> with his buff. Right, right. He just buffs her. I guess I don't know what target you'd have after that, but 
Um, any other thoughts about Phoebe before we move on? All right, uh, let's I go. like her. I might build her. Oh, there you go. Uh, going, I think relatively low investment too. You should have a lot of SR rocks by now, right? So you can just kind of awaken her. I'm sure you have all the shards for at least her 99. Yeah. Um, yeah, it probably shouldn't yeah. be too bad. Easily I, the best SR available right now. Easily. I don't know, man. Severo. Don't you talk shit about my boy Severo? <laughs> we were building, so we finished Severo at like the same time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and then I had uh, Aaron and I from the guild. We did uh, the first raid ever, the Chocolate Flan with Miranda Severo, Miranda Severo. And we damage capped to Severo, and we like, oh my God. Because like, back then, we just, you didn't have like, I think I had a max Trousseau, but it took a lot of work to get that thing maxed. And yeah, somebody. It was a lot of fun. Some, we we did the same thing like on, on somebody's Twitch stream, and they still have like a clip saved of of like Severo missing like three times in a row or whatever, because his accuracy isn't the greatest. But yeah, right. he he can still keep up with the damage. Um. So last ex unit for this batch is Sir O. Uh, and he actually has something I noticed that I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think he's the first unit to get an upgrade ability on his sub job for his main job. So he gets a buffed uh, illusion, which is insane, by the way. It gives himself 50 evade instead of 25, which is that's a shit ton of evade flat. But it's on his sub samurai, and I don't think any other EX jobs have a sub job only ability upgraded. I haven't been paying attention, honestly. Because I, I normally only check their you know their passives, their counters, and then their main job, because it's the only places you see the upgrades or the new ability. But yeah, his is there. Um, I don't, I, like I said, I can't think of an exception right now. Someone in the comments will correct us if we're wrong, I'm sure, but, and please do. Um, I found that very interesting, though. Uh, and But anyway, so Evade with O, he was already one of the highest Evade units, if you guys didn't know, top 10. Um, now that he's EX'd, I believe he jumps up even higher, even in JP still. Sub Samurai. He gets a plus one range on his Hien, and it does same damage, but increases his own agility now. Uh, and then, what's his other buff? Oh, are those the only two buffs? Oh, and his new skill is a 175 damage mod that decreases CT, and it's piercing in like all four directions, two spaces. So it's like a like a bigger Oborozuki. Or yeah, brain piercer. A little less range, but um and decreasing CT, I mean, we've seen effects like this before that it it, it can be that can be the difference between a, a win. Like uh, yeah. if someone's about to go, but yours is like say you're at like ninety seven C T and they're at a hundred, you just knock them down below your ninety seven, now your unit's gonna take a turn first and there you go. Yeah, so it's it's the same modifiers like a like a staff mage's elemental staff or or like Yuna's sonic wings. Oh, sonic wings is one seventy five. It's a fifteen percent uh, CT decrease. Oh, you're talking about the CT decrease, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so I'll be curious to see if people start using him as well. Uh, I don't think you're gonna see like mono lightning necessarily, but doing some sort of evade team with maybe Hoenn and Leela, O and like Lastwall or something or Samurai Bros. Star, Exactly, yeah. That's why I went for last one. <laughs> I, I can't wait for Seymour, dude. Oh, when Seymour comes out. I, it sucks. I'm saving all my fire uh, materials for Mish, but I have to have stuff for Seymour, too. Um, and not being able to do both of them will break my heart. <laughs> uh, any any thoughts about him? I know he's kind of more one of the 
Eunice, it's like, oh, he came out too. Pun intended. With the uh, I will add that he does have that more that more recent uh, MR card that he gets. Um, True. He gets increased attack and defense penetration from. Uh, so I could see him possibly being used in a class match that's very cost restrictive, where he could use an MR card, get a lot of value out of it, and his lower cost as well. Uh, maybe with some other higher cost uh, evade units. Yeah, I think we're projecting the next one to be a 540 cost again, where it's like all the stuff counts, which please stop making 540 costs. It's not restrictive. Like, God, yeah. <laughs> either make something impactful. 220 was cool, but like do 500 cost or even like 480, like really put the pressure on people. I'm really glad that you mentioned that because that was going to be like something quick that I added on to the end of the episode. But like, I'm so ready with the Gilgamesh with uh, Bomb Esper and Phoebe with her X job maxed. I'm ready. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so I just I recently maxed the maxed my Bomb Esper and I'm just kind of happy about it. Like I can finally get to that point where like these high level high level like live PvP players um, have got to with that well, like underestimated Esper. Well, the three stars coming out soon too, right? I don't even know. Just let me bask in like the <laughs> I haven't maxed him to two star finally. <laughs> yeah, I well, you should be aware that he's one of the like I think he's a second or third batch of espers uh, that okay. comes out with his ex or with his his ex job, his uh, Close enough. awakening. Yeah, um, he gets an HP increase thing, but he gets uh, where's the other crit damage? He gets more human killer. I guess his human killer stays the same. I can't okay. wait to see, like, with his uh, three-star. Um, I can't wait to see, like, Mako try to blow up Katon with it. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he gets an increase of HP of 15%. Especially once her X comes out. Oh, man. I'm actually looking at his board. It's not nearly as exciting as I was remembering. Oh, really? Does he before. at least get the fire element up? No. What? He gets. Right, he already had Ice Killer, right? Uh, um, it looks like the so. direction. Yeah, he already had. Yeah, the only things he really got extra were crit damage added on, and then HP percent is like the the side that goes like really far out now. That's HP, and that's about it. Okay, never mind. Much less exciting for the the level ninety nine. But you get yeah. one more agility. He goes up to just under a thousand HP, like nine eighty eight. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a fucking but, lot on um, him. So yeah, I, to, I think you should still be excited. Back to class match. The next class match we're anticipating. I honestly, I'm saying it's probably two weeks out. I'm expecting it to be like the you know the third ish week of April. Um, but honestly, you know, who can tell, right? <laughs> like, don't hold me to that. That's just kind of my expectation. Like, we have not gonna lie, approximately though, two weeks. You've been right most of the time. It's been kind of freaky. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's just been paying attention to like each month and the schedule and shit. But it's you know it's so hard to pin down. You, you can't guarantee something will be out. But yeah, five forty cost total, and it's going to be healing down. That's the, what we're expecting for the rule set. So another either Gunner's Paradise or Super Tanky Bruiser Paradise. Dude, yeah, I can't. You can't even tell right now. Probably double quick and Gunners as usual. Probably. We know the uh, map. Yeah, it's the um. The, the one we did the tournament on, yeah, the mountain road map with the yeah. crazy middle section with the two walls and the choke points on the side. As if anyone wasn't still like jaded and tired of that map by now, and from just like how long it was in arena. Um, so I have a bit of experience in that map in one of the uh, outside um, tournaments we participated in, and um, yeah, I think Gunner's probably if healing is down. 
Um, it's flat, you know, unless you're in the middle, it's flat on both sides, so you can snipe across pretty easily. Um, so, yeah, I agree, gunners, bruisers, we'll have to see what people pull out. I guess to be fair, the walls block a lot of, like, gunner abilities, right? But sharpshoot would just go over whatever you want them to hit, doesn't matter their height. Yeah, I should say miss missile users, yeah. Yeah, like, I expect to see uh, Christmas Mastery, um, against all these ice teams. Well, yeah, especially, I mean... At least it does make it a little more interesting. Like, if you have to do double quicken, it's going to have to be a missile unit or somebody with, like, jump three or more. Like a, a Dragoon or something. Because you need to be able to get over that middle. Guess who that is? Christmas Moshery. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the actual perfect unit. Especially if people are on the Gilgamesh hype train, which, I mean, why wouldn't you be with a 540 cost restriction? Anyway. uh, Any other thoughts on class match? We'll, we'll talk about class match when it gets closer and or, like, when we kind of have that inkling, it's gonna be the next week. We'll have your spidey senses tingle again, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> but just a quick, um, quick add-on, I guess, I'll for the class match. Um, do you think Yuna will be used since healing is down? I mean, she still does a ton of damage and has re-raise, but her one of her biggest strengths is she heals for like 10k. Uh, let me so. let me let me ask you a question. Um, when you were fighting Daniel and his unit had healing down, how much did she heal for? Uh, it was still their full health bar. You're right. Yeah. So uh, how much? Is still <laughs> So how, how much is healing down in this next class match, guys? It's does does it really matter? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the like same 99. as it's always been. It's the same kind of modifier, like minus fifty percent. Oh, but actually, that's true though, because if it's on multiple units, it's compounded, so it ends up being like ten percent overall, right? If it's like the other class Something match we like had, that. so it actually might be significant this time. But if it's just on herself, like it, you know, and bond, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, honestly, it's not just that, like just what. Um, if we're going to see any evasion, like she's one of the top um, counters to evasion with just her instant cast LB, you know, this guaranteed hit, especially with its range and its its area of effect. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I think we can still probably expect this here, depending on who is using her and in what comp, uh, team comp. Yeah, for sure. And then actually uh, another update thing real quick before I go on to my last topic here. Um, the Titus's necklace from the box event. Uh, how are you guys doing on the box event so far? Surprisingly uh, well. How are you first? Uh, yeah, so I've only been farming tickets so far, so I kind of have to take the next few days to, to bait out the, uh, the boss fight, but I have a few thousand tickets, three or four K, I think. Um, I'm ready to spend them all. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to be set. Like, um, for me, uh, I've been kind of slowly like farming. Uh, there's just been so many other stages that I've been farming. Like I, talked about this maybe last week or just on stream or something it kind of blurs together but um i had like 1800 tickets to get through today and i was like screw it i'm just gonna set the the hard boss on auto and i got down to like 400 tickets so yeah like as long as you can have like an auto team that you know can perform can can finish the stage like you should be able to blow through those three or four k and you're gonna have more than enough to max it like um i was not expecting to like I'm like on my third refresh of the fifth like um lineup, like lineup five, and I have not been farming. I'm like below two million points total. So um you're gonna oh, be able wow. to get okay. you're gonna be able to get at least one plus five necklace. Like I'm about to finish mine. That's good to know. I think this is definitely one that if you can get to, uh just because the, the magic resistance ten percent is I believe the only source of that so far. For uh, for we, accessory, we, we, yeah. Yeah, we have well do we have a ten percent somewhere? I know we have eight percent. Yeah, the bail gauntlet, right? But um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't oh. think we have a ten percent. Bail gauntlet's ten. That's eight. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. 
So I think it's definitely going to be worth if you you have the time, you have the resources to definitely get it up. Um, flat decks is nice. Uh, the spirit, it's probably barriers, the base one that you would normally do, right? The 16th yeah. spirit. Um, I, yet another item that enables you using cool like armor TMRs. Uh, since you get the 16th spirit here, you get the magic resist passive. So cool armor TMRs, Daniel. Not not uh, <laughs> not glinting armor. <laughs> Um, and the crit damage is interesting. Uh, that's obviously, I'm gonna have to cheese around with uh, Mariluke again, putting that on her and just like putting all of like Titus's boots, put Titus's necklace, just deck her out in Abe's gear, and then uh, give her what would be Cactors to crit chance, like just anything that has, oh, I guess bomb with the, the three star that we were just talking about. Uh, get the crit damage there, and I just want to watch her crit damage, to, like Abe's, the roof. Abe's team's second best player, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's not the star what, what's like the second the bridesmaid First mate, i don't know <laughs> um okay so for a last bit of uh here i wanted to ask you guys what have you been like using in pvp since all these updates have come out uh in live if you've been playing at all because i know sometimes you know life happens you don't play a lot of live ryan do you play free matches often or do you only do class matches I pretty much just do class matches, yeah. So I get my practice in uh, when it counts. <laughs> Holy crap, that's impressive. I mean, that's I honestly don't really play much free match either. I've never done one free match. I've only done class matches. Wow, I did not know that. That's really important <laughs> to yeah, mention. I, I, could, I could maybe, uh, I could maybe climb more if I had done that. But I'm, I mean, uh, I can usually get my team pretty well handled. Um, after like a game or two in, in class matches, I can kind of get a feel for it and know what I need to swap up. Um, so maybe I, you know, lose one or two games because I'm not used to it. But after that, I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, I mean, like the, this is the closest thing to an esport that I, I can that I've seen for Final Fantasy. So like, um, <laughs> the fact like without any warm up or practice and just diving in, um, that's and doing as well as you do, that's really impressive to me. And if anybody else does the same, then like kudos. Um, so the, the limited free matches I have been doing, I've been using the ice team I mentioned. So Rosa, Gilgamesh, and Oren. Um, and man, I open up with smile practice and Mastery TMR from Gilgamesh and Ro or Rosa and Gilgamesh respectively. And I went against like a mono dark team of like Garvel, Dwayne and Rune Stern. And they just did nothing. Like it was disgust. Like Garvel got to hit everybody. Uh, before I moved, but no one died because I had like magic resist, Fenrir, and stuff. Smile practice, heal everybody back to full and put on the, or mostly full and put the shell protect. Then Rosa moved over and then Gilgamesh went Mastery TMR. Then his other two people came in, dealt like 1,000, 1,000, and then I just wiped them off the floor. <laughs> like it was silly. And I think the the combination of Mastery TMR and Smile practice uh, from Eunice TMR is really going to be a cornerstone for a while i think it's a game changer like more than any x job honestly like those two tmrs together like just we've talked about it so many times how impactful protect and shell are um that they can't be dispelled by anything there's n i don't know a single thing that removes them besides death holy torch <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's pve only ladies and gentlemen yeah, so, because yeah. for some reason you can't use items in pvp like why have items right now this motherfucker using items dude i don't even know <laughs> i've never even used an item like i don't even i've never seen the menu i don't even 
Yeah, I, I mean, you know me. Like I, I, I collect. Like you know, the whole getting to ninety nine thing. Um, I, I buy all of the like even the the tiny Vizior ones that were worth like one or three Vizior each. Oh whatever. my god, do you really? <laughs> yeah, I've been buying those since the start of the game, and like I'm at like almost four hundred like extra large pots, and those are three Vizior each. So I like I'm I have like <laughs> nine hundred ninety nine like regular pots. I have like a, a bunch of high pots, and then. You know, I'm I'm buying all of the the Vizier ones, like the stimulants and the shit. Yeah, so I just I'm kind of like a collector like that. It's 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 nostalgic for me to be like I'm gonna max out these stacks of items. Sure, sure. And yeah. Not being able to use them is just like really, maybe one day. <laughs> and I'm I'm investing towards that one day. Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> but like, uh, I I can imagine doing the gold ones. Like, I've actually been looking at them, being like, are these are any of these something I'd be like worth collecting like just for fun and then like i saw the visitor once like oh away from that next one <laughs> it's funny so, that you're just like nope all of it for, yeah, so for me like uh the 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 goal is to get like 999 of the, the the healing pots right um and so like i was like well if i get if it, it's basically like a thousand extra large pots times three is three thousand visitor 3,000 visitors like like staggered over like a year or whatever like i'm okay with that I know that's a cracking thing, so like I try not to talk about it, but yeah, maybe one day I will be vindicated, and we can suddenly use item, like items in PvP, and it'll be a game. Can you imagine that? Oh man, that'd be crazy. Phoenix yeah, be down. A cool, be a cool format. Yeah, a one-time thing. That's yeah, uh, that's actually a good point. Like you could that'd be a cool, cool custom game feature where we could yeah. put it on friendly matches. You that can use items call. like, or oh. just have it be an option for like like any kind of thing. Just like a custom change, um, but yeah, in terms of design space, there is if they would just give us toggles. Anyway, kind of getting back to your question, I think for me, um, I do a lot of my free matches when I stream uh, mm. because it's not like I, I provide a platform for people to practice, and you know, generally that's against me. But now that we have the the, the spectate option, it doesn't have to be. Um, but um, I also like asks like my viewers like hey um give me a random team like what would you like to see i have all of these units maxed i have all of these vision cards maxed um and i have a lot of resonance and affinity and you know equipment proficiency for all of them set up so like what kind of teams do you want to see and people have been sending me like requests for like some of the most like interesting teams like i did um, are they interesting did... or are they interesting well, so like the 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 concepts like uh samurai bro team like i tried that um, I tried. I did uh, a, a King Rob Vistral Elstra team. Um, I did like a, a Raldor uh, Christmas Mashri um, Luartha team, and just melted an ice team of like uh, Gilgamesh, Jesus. Rosa, Rosa, and like Orin. Like a, like one barrage from Christmas Mashri on this like stacked fire team, like one shot Rosa, and thankfully she didn't dodge it. Um, yeah, right. So, Reflex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm trying to remember uh some of the other like random teams that people have asked for but um that's so you can expect to be like uh to see that on my streams for anybody who's um been a part of those or is thinking about it um just that's part of the entertainment for me is uh like just having those random teams um but when i'm not streaming i still try to try to practice you know with different things and like try to like brainstorm and come up with uh, different ideas um but 
like in terms of like preparing for class matches like really it usually comes back down to like these these core concepts of like do i use a quicken team or do i want to go for a bruiser or like mm -hmm. evasion or ranged or you know like it's always it comes back to that so that kind of sucks um when it when you're trying to prepare for like your top like your a game for like tournaments um but um, that's the beauty of, of of free matches is that like you don't have to always be preparing you can just like you don't have to worry about like a streak like if you if like if you just lose this like have you've just lost a streak it actually gives you the freedom to be like well you know yeah. maybe i'll try this that i've been working on and haven't really had the chance to use it's usually when i'll pull mish out <laughs> chat's like double -click and use the mish oh dude double quick and mish is so fun i can't wait to see it man i, I, I i'm sure i'm i'm not alone in, in saying that yeah when izzy x comes out mm -hmm. get ready it's that sure hit oh yeah the sure hit. I think it's uh, his drain becomes sure hit. Oh no, he just gets a sure hit AOE ability. This is job 25. So range height 2, AOE 1, 4, plus 1 AOE thing. <laughs> 140, 100% to hit and decrease CT by 50. Wow. Well, it's 50x. So isn't that like 5? 50%. 50x is? Yeah. I thought 50x was um like a, like a shift over. So it's only 5. Almost, almost all of these, uh, these uh, like X's for CT wise, um, on War Division's calculator percentages. Like we we tested them recently. Oh really? What yeah, did you guys test crazy. with? Um, all of the well, okay, so I can't remember specifically, but we, I know part of those was was like the staff mage, like elemental staff, and um, the one I just I just mentioned, like Sonic Wings, mm -hmm. um. And so, so, like, there's this trend that it's percentage, and the 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 weird bump in that is like the the CT increases where it's in the hundreds, you know. Um, I just I feel like that's just kind of like a spaghetti code kind of thing where like it if it's increasing, above 100, yeah. yeah, if it's increasing CT, then it's by the hundreds or something, and if or like that's three oh, decimal places. If it's okay, decreasing, right, right. It, it's fifteen. You know, it's percentage. Because Quicken says like a thousand, like increase a thousand or whatever, but it's really only a hundred um whereas okay and that's why the decimals carry over in game and you can't see them but they're there yeah but like if but it's a decrease it's a percentage so it doesn't matter oh wow so this is decreased by 50%. That's, it's crazy Jesus it's a steal time right and mish is a thief mage right so like i'm not surprised but i'm still kind of like holy shit like a steal time cast like a spell and it's crazy yeah and it's a Cast time 200, so it's the same speed as Flare. You can get that instant on him easy because he's got 750 already. Like, just have seeing mission raids do uh envious magician on him to give him the 100 on bestow plus the 30% magic to party, put some trousseau in the party or like blossoms or something, get some agility. Oh, yeah, Misha's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he uh also gets what's his other upgrade? Oh, yeah, his bio gets upgraded to decrease attack and magic by 39%. And then his uh, his toad decreases agility and spirit both by twenty five. Oh yeah, twenty five percent. Yeah, people are with, talking about like looking forward to this toad shenanigans. Two, three with a range six on his toad. It goes from three to six. What the fuck? With range height two. Oh my god, that's terrifying, dude. What? That's you can outrange a a, a jamming thrust with that. And its max so cast brilliant. time is three sixty, so it's instant. Is it still base twenty five? uh yeah okay so there's still that it's not ridiculous right 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 but still it's still coin a fit, uh, coin flip it turning somebody into a toad and decreasing their spirit by that much uh, enemy mage at least yeah you just do that and then you just nuke him like, 
Holy crap. Actually, that's a good point, because you can do, uh, because it's instant, it's a one-tick cast because of his cast speed being so high, you can run him in, toad somebody before the quicken happens, quicken, and flare them and run out, and they have got the decreased spear and they're just going to die. No, screw that. I'd use the CT down skill, especially if it's AoE. Like, drop oh, that, yeah, and then leave them a toad, and then run back, and you're, they're just like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I'll definitely be yeah, as soon as Mish drops, you better you better bet there's gonna be some streaming Brian, that week. I'm I'm curious, uh, Brian, do you have any like particular like MR or lower rarity uh units that you're looking forward to X jobs? Um regardless of if they exist, yeah, just in general. In general. Uh I am looking forward to to see more. He's 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 the cool unit in general aesthetically. Um so I would probably build him up. Um other units, though, I don't really have too many MR units max, just because of, yeah. of when I started, I mainly just focused on catching up all the URs. Um, well, let me, let me look, through, uh, look through some of the units really quick. Um, yeah, I don't want to put the spotlight on you. I was just curious, like, if any had caught your eye, you know? If you've um, had the chance to really, like, attach to some of these, like, lower rarity units. Like, like, like Prodigy, he's got Mish, I've got, you yeah. know, like Stroll, you know? I'm about to talk about him. I like Salir and Alim. I mean, kind of a cop out since they're the double double cost MR units, but um, they're pretty cool. I'm almost at both of them maxed. Um, possibly, I, I like Ramada too, and with the uh, the bonus she gets on the new newish card, um, she could be pretty good too. Astrology. Yeah, no one in particular. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I haven't really thought about like Salir or Alim, like what their X jobs are going to be look like. Ramada's I can only imagine. <laughs> I haven't seen yet, uh, but yeah. So uh, um, Vistral is kind of like my boy. He he was kind of uh, Ramza's replacement for me, especially in like the the Death Machine raid where like you you, know, you saw like parties of Ramza and um, the ones that I was able to sneak into. Like I was keeping up with Ramza even though he had a like a chain and I didn't. I was still doing like max damage at the time. So Vistral has definitely kind of uh, helped me get over that hump you know so he's kind of always just been like my bro you know like he was my first mug unit <laughs> um so he's been on my mug team like the whole time until like you know obviously too much jp so you switch him out for another mug unit but um he has some really cool Whale problems too much he's, jp yeah he's got he's got like an interesting like x um upgrade like setup um he gets like a decrease like a defense decrease uh, to, cameras. Sorry. Uh, to like oh, his yeah. uh sneak attack which is like a main job skill. So he's always going to have that, you know, no matter like if you're on like soldier sub job or not. But um, so he gets like uh, defense down as well as the guaranteed crit. Um, but I'm really, I'm really liking the job 25 skill he has where um, it's uh, like 200% uh, damage, like uh, at, at max, uh, you know, skill level 20, but it it's a mini keen blade. Um, it's a range of four. And range height of one, so it's not. It's like a, it's a, like slightly less range and height uh, jamming thrust, but it restores his CT by 25. Um, so it's like it can kind of. I don't know. I'm looking forward to to kind of testing that with him. Like he he doesn't always have to be a steel heart evasion kind of guy. Like I've really enjoyed having him on soldier sub job, for instance, and like paralyzing people and just doing a crazy amount of damage and stuff yeah he, like he's paper and like he dies really easily unless like 
I haven't really seen uh, messed with like his light upgrades with these vision cards, but um, really looking forward to Vistral. Maybe I'm the only one, but maybe there's <laughs> a few people listening. They're like, oh, that's my boy Vistral, you know? He's it's, definitely it's one of cool characters, like both aesthetically and just like his combination of jobs is really cool, I think. He's he's one of the he's actually one of the only exceptions to my rule of like um, wanting to like a character's personality to want to use their you know, use the unit in my team lineup. Um, I obviously Vistral is like a bad guy, um, an antagonist in the story. You know, um, no longer alive. Spoilers, <laughs> uh, but uh, I just I don't know. I've been using him for so long. It's kind of just like yeah, like your your POS. Um, personality wise just like I, I don't like Victoria for you know I feel like the same way about her but um, definitely have been using Vistral much more than I have Victoria not to not to shit on like your I know that she's one of your favorite units oh, it's fine <laughs> um, I like her little bullshit like the story like I'm not like attached to like which side wins I just in the interesting situations that appear yeah. and I think she's a instigator it's kind of fun but uh yeah just real quick ramada uh for you brian um her lancer the like attack and crit rate buff uh goes to uh it gives her hate down which is interesting and then uh her what's it called what's the doom thing called i have obliterate obliterate gets upgraded to be go from 91 percent to 170 for the damage mod uh gets an additional range of up to three from two uh, then also has a chance to paralyze on that's top not, of Doom. That's not bad for 10 AP. No, it's yeah, it's only 10 AP yeah. as well. It's kind of nuts. And then her uh, EX25 is a straight line, six range. Uh, you can only hit one, like it's not piercing, but um, pierce ability from six range. Uh, that does 165 and dispels all buffs in haste. That's crazy. That's really good. So, uh, yeah, she can do I wonder, dude, is that like. I wonder if it's like a Nighthawk, where like it it acts like a like a missile attack, where like if it has, um, if you're at a higher height, like I every think so because because it, it has uh, I think most Lancer's single target abilities all do that, right? Or is no, it it's just night. It's only Nighthawk, and I believe Javelin Claw, but I can't believe I haven't remembered to test that. Because Nighthawk has the same sort of aim, where it's just like in a line. That's what. That's why I was like, "Oh, I wonder if it like if it works like that." Imagine if it did, though. Like having that. Um, the that, translation like... for the ability is "fierce gun flying." That's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> throwing a yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like can you imagine, like on the the one guild map, like the temple, like the two sides. So she's on top of that, just across the whole map, just, just like Zeus Chuck throwing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That, see, like, these are the conversations, like, you get excited about these EX jobs coming out, these old units that just get this new life into them, and I think it's going to be really cool to talk about them um, every week. And maybe it'll get old for some people, but honestly, I love just, like, theorycrafting about making less than, like, meta or optimal units do their thing, like my Mish or something. So, yeah, like, yeah. it's it, it's it just indicates it, it helps raise awareness for just how much depth there is to the game or, or pvp in general at least um that like we don't really take into account or really um you know it's kind of like a out of sight out of mind kind of thing but you know obviously there's there's a wealth of characters to use and like the more you're invested in a character even like if it's lower rarity um like these kind of upgrades 
help you be able to like prepare for these like limited cost teams or limited guild battle possibly um, and uh, maybe help you get that edge that maybe other people don't have i was going to add i love the uh, limited guild battles that they ran i hope they continue to do that anything that makes you have to use your brain um to, to plan things out and strategize i i like uh so yes more lower cost class matches more lower cost guild battles um heck low cost arenas throw it in now you're talking crazy <laughs> don't hey don't get between the auto pvpers and uh their rewards or you will rue the day <laughs> that's just gonna sorry. Be my, that's gonna sorry. be my response from now on is like if they're like oh i want auto and manual it's like cool let me uh manual my arena matches my i'm sorry like i was, I was talking about before we started <laughs> recording like um my goal now is to like try to bridge the gap between live and auto pvpers but that is not helping so <laughs> Um, I don't know yeah, I, I like that. They don't watch this anyway, right? Or <laughs> <laughs> no? Um, but I, I really like what they're doing with the unit-specific buffs on vision cards. That's another avenue they have to rebalance units in a way. I mean, yeah, it kind of restricts them to needing to use that card, um, but it does give them more power um, that they maybe can't just add to the unit itself. Um, so I, I, I really like that too. It's like Ramana on the astrology card. Um, and there's like most cards now that are coming out have those kind of buffs, so really interesting. Yeah, and Japan doesn't have those at all. Really? Yeah, they have the same party abilities and everything else, but we have these additional effects on these cards. That just feels bad. Like so, like I'm flipping between just to double check myself. But yeah, and more divisions calc uh, like Japan for the astrology cards specifically still has the attack resist, attack, you know, all the same abilities. But if you swap it over to global, it just gets the uh, Rambo thing. <laughs> Um, added on so it's definitely weird because i know before this update came out with all the the max bonuses we were wondering if we were going to get the same ones because we have these bestowed bonuses and like maybe that would be like the global version but nope we just got it all <laughs> so uh yeah definitely definitely solid i completely agree with that too like a lot of people have said you know things are getting power crap this and that but like the ex jobs are the method of rebalancing things and bringing back like, when Frederica EX hits, people are going to get reminded that she's not gone now, and she's definitely not going to be gone once that EX comes out. Like, it's good. And these week two, week three, whatever units are still doing the thing. So, um, the vision cards are only helping. Now, what would be interesting is if they add retroactively over time, like, these bestowed effects to the original vision cards, like Trousseau and ramu and stuff like that i doubt they will because those are like the staple cards like the oh you want magic percent go to ramu if you want additional effects you take that party ability down a little bit and you know use this other card but possibly vision card abilities yeah vision card abilities too which i i realized that for some reason i was thinking like every vision card that was going to be coming out was going to have an ability but that yeah, hasn't been the case so i guess uh oh. astrologer does but some of the other more recent ones don't. Like the Zazan card doesn't. Um, sort of nice though, because for like cost 540, you do have to think about the fact that the vision card ability vision cards do have 10 higher cost. So that is something to remember. Those sweet Halcyon days when we were summer children. <laughs> thinking that every vision card would have an ability. And then Bahamut is 90. So like, People want to use Yuna and Gilgamesh and Bahamut. Like, yeah, think about that. Actually, is, does Bahamut Esper have a higher cost? No, it's still forty. Okay. 
anyway, uh, any last thoughts you guys have, uh, either about EX units, things to look forward to, uh, thoughts, actually, I guess we didn't really totally talk about the future, but we kind of did with the EX rebalancing and all that. I thought that's what we were talking about the last 20 minutes was the last thoughts. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, you know I'm I ask like three times a podcast uh, like any last thoughts any last thoughts I just cut out yeah. the first couple times I ask it so I don't look like an idiot it's uh, <laughs> 1.30 in the morning now and I'm out of thoughts oh is it 1.30 yeah we started late because uh, Brian you know was a diva and needed extra time to get ready but... <laughs> <laughs> I, had do, I, I had to do my hair for my uh, no yeah. webcam <laughs> right <laughs> Um, I guess my last thoughts will be though I'm looking I'm really looking forward to where the meta goes like right now it seems like mono elements are really strong um, just with the additional fishing card party buffs for mono elements and every unit now seems to be coming out with a pa uh, master ability passive that buffs mono elements um, which I, I like uh, I, I enjoy putting mono element teams together and kind of mix and matching different uh, vision card abilities or uh, passives um hopefully it's not the meta forever but i think it's good for the game to have you know change change in the meta so if my element is strong for a while and then changes in the future i think i think that's good and i like it cool and that wraps us up for the week uh thank you for tuning in uh brian thank you for joining i hope you enjoyed yourself uh, i'm sure he'll be back at some point but you guys will be seeing him in the future i'm signing him up for this right now but uh we've talked about the hand and brain concept that will be coming uh he and i will likely uh, make some content based on that. I'll force him to record with me. So uh, yeah. that should be pretty fun. Uh, but until next time, I've been Zach Bro. I've been Dana Blue. And we will see you next time.